0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Hey everyone. Welcome to the Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic Hour. We are here at a regular time, and we are not visible on the homepage of Blog Talk Radio. I don't understand why. This is really irritating. No one would know if we're broadcasting if they're searching Blog Talk Radio's website, so it's it's rather aggravating. Um I don't know. We'll do have do?
2: to get a hold of. I would have
1: to be doing that in the midst of the show. Um, but our call-in number nine one four three three eight zero one six four. We did post to our uh we're finally up. You know, there's a delay. I think
2: there we are. Where are we? Oh.
1: There's a delay. up there's a delay. I mean, it should have shown an upcoming. Why I don't know. And this is actually this is the home page of live episodes. So it's not even a spirituality page. When you go to spirituality, there we are.
2: So we are on spirituality.
1: We are, but it's late. So I don't know why. I don't know why. 914 again 3380164 is the column number. And we invite you to join us on Facebook and on Twitter. Those accounts can are linked on our Blog Talk radio profile. Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic. Well, that gives me one less thing I have to do today. we will have to contact Blog Talk Radio.
2: Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's a. It's an advantage to, to callers that there's this platform. Of course, we have to pay for it, so we, you know, we request donations and accept <laughs> them. That's why we
1: have no callers.
2: But uh, aside from that, it's not mandatory. We'll still be here, but it does cost us a yearly fee to to be on the air. Of course the readings are not charged. But it I think it's a very uh, nice thing that that people can call in and get free readings. I mean that's not was unheard of years and years and years ago. That you could just call in and get a reading. I mean, there was no platform in which you could do that.
1: Well, on the radio. They sometimes have radio shows, like well, AM might. or FM.
2: Well, yeah, they might some have a guest on some radio show, but it wasn't a regular. No. Um, I think there was Angels in Waiting. I don't know what, if, what that was. I was on that show, but I don't remember the platform. It
1: was, it was the FM or something. Uh, FM AM radio. or AM
2: radio. I don't know. I don't even think they have it anymore. I've never heard of it. I think it's gone off the air, you see? So we've been on the air now for um, over 10 years. This is our 11th no, year. It's 11.
1: Wait a second. We've been on. We, we have. Um, yeah, yeah been, we're coming up on 11, 11.
2: We're coming up on the 11th year. Mm-hmm. The uh,
1: Evil 11.
2: You, we actually amazing. started August
1: 2012. I know. So that was our first show. I know.
2: So uh now we're coming up to the eleven years we've been on the air. As long as Seinfeld's been on that's about the length of the longest T V show, except maybe Law and Older.
1: Huh. Angels in and Waiting SoundCloud. Oh no, that's someone who got wrote a book called Angels in Waiting. Yeah, there's nothing I can find on the radio shows. What was the local show?
2: Angels in Waiting was I thought it was FM radio.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, was it local? I
2: don't know. Was no. it syndicated yeah. or was it I local? Don't I, don't, I don't know. I was on, they asked me to be on it, so I was on it. You went to like a studio? Uh, they, I don't remember. I can't recall what I did, but I was on the show. Can't we got
1: the, <laughs> <laughs> we've gotten that far. So huh? you, I said, we've gotten that far that you were on the show.
2: I was on the show, but, you know, <laughs> I was on a lot of radio shows and some of which went directly. I mean they they connected me to where my location was, and sometimes I'd have to go into the studio.
1: I mean, Angels uh, in Waiting is not an exactly or an original title, so there's a lot on the internet that doesn't have to do with um, any radio show i have not found. Yeah, you anything. know on the
2: astral plane there was there is a waiting room where angels go, and they have to wait to get assignments. and uh so it's a hassle going in there it's really stuffy and it's cramped with angels (laughs) so uh angels in waiting. um but you know i've i've yet to go into those waiting rooms and saw an angel giving a reading they're usually just sitting reading a magazine or something right well it is a waiting room um i used to i thought it was angels in waiting they were swimming and they were (laughs) like uh you know, leisurely, just taking a little dip. But then I found out otherwise. Angels, won't. I don't know what angels in waiting really means. Angels yeah. in waiting. What are they in, waiting for? There's no active. Well, there should what be angels waiting? available or angels An- on call. An- angels are here. Angels in waiting.
1: Well, I think it's poetic. Angels in waiting. Angels and you, know, you know, like are they this woman. <laughs> it says how you know this woman wrote a book how to reach out to your guardian angels and spirit guides it's suggesting that angels are
2: available to you at no whatever so let's get this straight you know whatever you you know angels aren't out of the astral realm saying when they're the, hey have you gotten any calls lately right i mean they're know? not
1: there they're, not, they're waiting not waiting around
2: to serve humanity or the if earth. if an angel wants to connect with you they're going to connect with you there's no real holding formula <laughs> for human beings to figure out you know, a, a handbook as to how to locate an angel. There's, so we, a, we, there's
1: an angels-in-waiting telephone? People have written songs, angels-in-waiting?
2: It really doesn't make... I mean, it, it might sound pretty or something, but it makes no sense. Angels don't wait on us, nor are they waiting for us to contact them. Um... Have you contacted your angel? I mean, it doesn't. That's not the way it works. We try to make, we try to twist the astral realm into human terminology. Yeah, and it just, doesn't work that way. Angels appear on their own energy. They they don't need to be. They don't. You don't need to find a way to reach one. There's no telephone or anything. Or vibrational channels. <laughs> um, And these people who say, "Well, uh, you know, I'll contact the angels." I mean, people may people have, have have assumed that that's the way it works.
1: Well, this is the other problem. This is the other problem. So there's a song, "Angels in Waiting," and it's by Tammy Cochran. I don't even know who she is. She must be some country singer. And she wrote this song called "Angels in Waiting" about her two dying brothers, and they were angels in waiting, waiting for wings to fly from this world away from their pain, well you know the mis the mis you know where she's misunderstanding how you know death moving into the astral realm as the soul works is that you don't turn into an angel, and I don't understand you know a lot of these Christians don't they know i mean it's it, i mean that that is The Bible says that angels are of incorporeal substance. They're not human, ever. So, I mean, it's clearly stated in the Bible. How did Christians, mainstream Christians, start to think that people became angels? Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. I know in Catholic theology it's clearly spelled out. I always knew that. Humans aren't angels. But uh, it's surprising. Are they paying attention to church, Neil?
2: I don't know. (sighs) I don't know. In my background, angels had to do with the delicatessen that was angel food cake. I don't know (laughs) what what uh, is the situation there. Isn't
1: that the um, ambrosia? Isn't that angel food as well?
2: Yeah, ambrosia is a fruit salad. Well, technically no.
1: Well, yeah, I think ambrosia. Ambrosia. Angel food cake because of the
2: lightness of it.
1: Right, but I'm saying ambrosia is supposed to be some like divine divine food. Yeah. Which is actually think gross.
2: Like got marshmallows um, and fruit. Who wants marshmallows and fruit I, mixed up? Ooh. Yeah. I once went to the astral realm and there were a pack of angels devouring a cake. I mean the, the, the saliva was dripping out of their mouth.
1: That's why the waiting room Isn't gets my, so uncomfortable.
2: What? Waiting room?
1: I <laughs> I said that's why the waiting room gets so oh, uncomfortable because they've they've eaten this cake, then they're in the waiting room, yeah. they haven't washed up. You know,
2: it's sticky, it's well, messy. It's a, it's it's to an out. it's to an out, outhouse, <laughs> you know, out. what they call restrooms in the astral room, they call them outhouse because <laughs> they're out of the system of the earth. But, you know, the idea that, I mean, it, as much as we've devoted our lives to being psychics and connecting to the world, there's a lot of absurdity. It, it really is kind of silly when you think about it. Um I mean, there's a—it's actual, of course. If that's what we do. But some of it is so absurd—the way that we, that human beings think that, that there are certain ways to reach spirit or guides. Yeah, I mean, there are, but some of it gets to be quite ridiculous. Um, you say in it's, a gruff. Gosh, your voice. Uh, well, I'm channeling Church <laughs> today, um, And uh he wants to say something about um, Patton. But we don't, have, we don't have right now time for okay. that. But, um, Well we can Patton. But you know, I mean I, I think you I think to be a psychic you've gotta have a sense of humor because it 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 is When I'm around a disbeliever and they find out what I do and they start laughing, I laugh with them. I I think a lot of it's totally ridiculous, too. And this is what I've done all my life. Do I think it's real? Absolutely. Do I adhere to it? Do I devote every ounce of my soul to it? Yes. But do I think some of it's silly? Yeah, I think a lot of it's silly. And it's okay to think it's silly. It's okay to be a psychic and also Consider what's fallacy and what's absurd and what's crazy. Um, you know, people who channel certain obvious spirits, and they use the, they use this channeling voice, and they always say yeah. the same thing. It's kind I mean, of like
1: May and and our Jeopardy voice.
2: Yeah, which is you know put on
1: obviously. Um, well, I I really don't personally. Subscribe to channeling, you know.
2: I mean, it is a it is a real thing, but but i God's say I mean, not, it it's not that number one is to be a true channeler. You've got it. You can't just say, "Hey, beloved, the world is in great peace. We're going through a great." They don't. That's I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Channeling comes in the right. Realm you don't. That does
1: Right, you're connecting. There's, a, of course, a channeling souls or spirits that were never human beings or angels or whatever it is that you're channeling is is real, but adopting a voice and a shtick or a speech that's not really to do with anything, but like what's going on in the person's brain is um, the person yeah. that's delivering the, the,
2: the, the speech. I mean, as much as I'm totally involved in being a psychic. I'm also a subscriber to uh, um, skeptical Inquiry, skeptical magazines that weed out some of the fallacies of what is actually in the psychic realm. I mean, I like to know that there's direct proof and when direct proof comes in, i i I'm very elated and i and I totally believe in it, but on the other hand, I think a lot of a lot of it is nonsense, and that's just the way it is but that happens in any field politicians will call other politicians absurd and scientists will call other scientists crazy i mean they thought Einstein was crazy, but when you get to a point where you really have to consider what is real about being a psychic as opposed to what people want to hear or what gives them pleasure or just because you you connected to something does that really mean that there was a psychic connection or was it sheer randomness,
1: randomness yeah
2: or coincidence or just a good guessing game the ratio of of what the you know the probability at it, it's It it is something we're never going to be able to prove it. I mean, we're never going to be able to prove what is concretely psychic. The best we can get is say, wow, was that accurate? Something's going on. And from people that I've done readings with that were skeptical, that came either coerced or out of interest or for some odd reason, the best I've ever gotten out of them was, wow, Something's going on. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just you're a good guesser. You have intuition. I don't know, really know where it's coming from, but that was pretty interesting.
1: Well, if you don't have a solid basis for, you know, if you don't have a solid belief system in God and that there is a celestial realm outside of, and the, you know, the earth is at the center of, of universe and it, we, we don't just die and turn to dust. If you, I mean, if you believe those things, you're not going to be even if you are entertained by a reading and find some accuracies there. You're not going to be a person that's likely to be a repeat customer, return. You know, you'll you'll you know oh, enjoy no, it for what it is and go along your merry way. I don't
2: and think that's there's it. ever been the atheist psychic hour. But there probably should be, because if, if you're a psychic, whether you believe in God or not, and God is still a, a man-made or human-made term, we have no proof that there's God. It's based on elusive, abstract notions of thought, like belief and faith and things like that. We have no direct proof there is God, and the best basis we have is that people's faith is is what they consider to be fact-based. But you don't need to be a believer in God or a believer in religion or anything to be a psychic. You don't need to believe in that. No, but when you start
1: to incorporate the existence of angels, spirits, that there is... I mean, being psychic is being psychic. So you're picking up information about a person. Being psychic doesn't necessarily mean you're connecting with the other side. That's a whole different ballgame. So someone being psychic in their brain and picking up piece, bits and pieces of information about a person's life doesn't require, you're right, belief in... Well, you brought up,
2: you know, tonight at Pacific time, at 10 o'clock tonight, the PBS mm-hmm. is having a big special on the brain and the power of the brain should be interesting you should be, yeah. you should be asleep yeah, <laughs> i'm I'll sure probably, you will yeah my friend but the idea is does,
1: by the way we can rewatch that because we have pbs if you are asleep just to let you know we have access PBS. i'm always access asleep, yeah. well at 10 o'clock often you are last night i watched wildlife SOS, last which has tv show by the way that
2: yeah i've never understood that word why did you say you're asleep why I'm asleep, asleep. You know, know unless it's a yawn like, or something but why use that thou but anyway,
1: well isn't i mean it's like old english
2: uh, sweet, Sleep. Uh, they used
1: to put like
2: you know a's before everything A's before, before everything with before an C apostrophe <laughs> so when you know maybe maybe it's just that the brain this this brain phenomena has such unlocked mysteries in it, that there's something that certain people can tap into that expands on the awareness and perception of energy that is outside of the body. So the idea would be um, people who are not psychic, but people who can perceive when rain is coming or an earthquake or some other kind of Energy that may be a natural of the natural. Well, I mean, you Vegas.
1: can you can rely on animals to
2: do that a lot of the time. Animals, good too. You know, this intuition, this this cautionary energy field that we have as living organisms that that help us perceive something outside of ourselves because psychics. You know, a friend may say, well, I believe you'll you'll make it. I believe you'll win that race. What does that mean? As opposed to a psychic saying, the angels tell me you're going to win. Or according to karma, you'll win.
1: Well, then you're getting in a whole different area of, of, of thought. Because if psychic, if we're talking about psychics being psychic, and it's just based on their brain. That psychic isn't going to talk about angels or karma with the individual they're predicting. No, for no. But it's
2: interesting because in even an atheist, <laughs> even the most hardcore atheist, has said in their life, "Well, I believe that it won't be." I well, I believe. Well, how can an atheist believe in anything? Because belief is not part of the physical world. It's just a thought. But where's it come from? What's its root? How do you believe in something you can't rationally Catch. see? Right, that's not so tangible. An atheist saying, "Well, I'll believe in God when I see Him, but I do believe that the stock market will go up." How, you know, the the well, idea. Well, then because of that's,
1: that's 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 based on logic. Uh, you know, it's arrogant, based on belief. Well, I understand what you're saying, but yes, there's a yes, calculation, if if there's behind, a calculation it, behind it. There's a calculation behind it. And they're saying in the physical world, the stock market is something that can be predicted based on past performance, I know, based, on, based on the market price, price of oil, you know, or whatever commodity you're referring to that you're discussing may be tanking or, or rising.
2: So well, it's different sure, than God. It's different. different. But when you really get into the core issue of semantics and an atheist says, I don't believe in God. Well, if you don't believe in God, then what do you believe in? Because the, the key word is belief. So how does, in its core essence, how does a, an atheist or someone who denies anything that's in physical believe in anything? The word belief would be too much an obscurity. I this maybe I know, great, I know I know based on facts. But discussion there. You know, I, I can assume. But the word belief is spiritually based. <laughs> belief, so a proper the proper wordage for, for a, a skeptical atheist would be I know, I calculate. But when you use the word belief, it's become so corrupted because we think we can use it at our own discretion.
1: Well, this is the thing. This is a great oh, they're a great topic that you brought up. I mean, not you didn't bring up the topic, but but the idea that so there are people that are that believe in psychics or use psychics because they want to get something right they want to get something usually usually the conversations that people have with us is about getting a job or a boyfriend or a house or finding out about how their finances are going i mean usually it's very earth-based or you know saving a marriage sometimes yes you get people that want to connect to lost loved ones on the other side, so there's more more of a spiritual conversation going on there. But basically, 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 most of the people we talk to, it's, the conversation is based on what's happening in the physical plane. And so there are those people that, when they're not getting what they want, start to get angry at God. And deny God's existence. So that's a really interesting situation when there are these people that use psychics, want protection for their family, ask for protection, validate that things have been done to help them. But then when things don't happen in accordance with the time schedule they think it's supposed to happen on, they start to... Uh, lash out at God and the angels and things like that. So these are people that aren't skeptics necessarily. They they use psychics. They they gravitate towards psychics, but um,
2: but get angry when things don't go their way.
1: Yeah, and there uh, are those people.
2: It, th- th- there's a there's a certain. I mean, there is a strong uh, racial people who only consider that God is real so long as God is good. And if things don't go right, then God is not good. And it's conditional. It's a conditional God. So the terminology is unconditional love. You know, unconditional. But even, um, I mean, there are people, I'm sure, from from Adam to Abraham to Moses to Jesus, who oh, had or whatever yeah. it may be, People maybe, maybe who well. had some sense of doubt, or maybe slipped a little bit into a casting shadow, where they might have felt forsaken. Um, why has? Well, you, even, why have Jesus, you forsaken? even
1: Jesus, even Jesus was there. So yes, I that's,
2: mean, that's it's, what I'm saying. you know, right? So forsaken means that there's a presence. And it means that that presence can decide to not respond. And obviously we know that in, in the line of tragedy, quote, well, God has not responded in kind, that things happen and tragedies happen. Mm-hmm. Millions of people can die because there's an absence of God. So what's happened from there is we've developed, well, not we, but humankind, the, the mind itself has developed the idea that we are alone in the universe and there's nothing out there to, to, to connect to, there's nothing. So it's up to our own selves, this is existentialism, it's up to our own selves to develop some sense of purpose and within that purpose, within that human quality of action, we define who we are. We don't rely on a God to do it. So the idea of God is, I mean, God is dead, or there is no God to begin with, and existentialism, we are just basically on our own, and we define the world as it is, subjectively speaking. And there, so ultimately, that's what it comes down to anyways, the common denominator some people will say, but the common denominator is in God we trust. So it doesn't mean in God we believe, but we trust in God, thinking that no matter what goes on, the issue is that we trust God. Everything's going to work out okay it's according to God's will. But even there we have an obscurity because how can God have a will? There's a will, there's a way. But how can God... You think oh, I that.
1: thought you were talking about, you know, a will,
2: like, you know, on, a, 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 yeah. a probate trust. He gave 33 cents to Jesus. <laughs> um, but, he, you know, God's will, that, you know, how does God, if the, assuming there's a God, how does God make a decision? Does, does, he, does he work with his crew? I mean, there was some reasoning behind when God goes, hey, wait a minute. If Adam and Eve... Eat of the tree of life. They could become as one mm-hmm. of us. No, no, no. We can't let that happen. How many gotta, are there of so you? What is it uh, that God, who created the world, now everything's gone to crap, and He's got to figure out what to do with His creation so they don't become too powerful. And there was a restriction put on, in, at least in the storyline. There's a restriction put on the conditions of Eden. Well, you can eat of any tree, but don't eat that one. Because if you eat that one, you surely will die. Well, how would Adam and and Eve even know what death is? What do you mean we're going to die? What, What does that mean?
1: Well, maybe they didn't. I mean, they had to have some kind of knowledge of death, or they wouldn't have been... Well, afraid you know, to eat I mean, the tree, which know, they ultimately did.
2: That's begin, why so. faith is important, because these uh, rebel rousers that believe that it's all fable, these, you know, it's all fable. It's make-believe. This is ridiculous. Do they have a point? Because when you think about it, you have to have blind faith and blind so-called belief in thinking that the Bible is literate because... In one day You mean literal, uh, literal, literal, not literal, because, literate. Uh, you the know, Bible it, is, liter- it, is literal. It, it is what, you know, it, it sounds like a story. It does. Somebody concocted to make sense of the universe. It And does. then from there just branched out, had the, just different branches. But when you think about it, the scientists have a point. So I have no quarrel with scientists. In terms of being a believer of God, and I have no quarrel with the conception that maybe God, it's Him or herself, is 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 other than what we think He is. Our Father who art in heaven, Father. I, you know, it, the wordage, it, and it's all it's geared because the uh, original concept of God. The, the original term was Yahweh. It wasn't uh, God. The ancient terminology of God is Yahweh. Yahweh. So that's an ancient terminology. But it doesn't matter what the noun is. What it, what matters is what the substance is. And is does God have substance? Is he sitting up there looking down and deciding which, which piece to move? And where? And who to send down and who not to send down. And so it becomes, do we have a caller? Yes. Okay. So it becomes part of the phenomena. But again, you know, this is the uh, psychic absurdity hour, so it doesn't really matter what we say. We have one fish that floated into our pool. Maybe we can fish the person out and find out what's going on. Hello, 708.
1: Hello?
0: Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? Not well. Okay, uh, let me try this.
1: Is this better? Yeah, that's better.
0: Hi, this is uh, Patricia Doyle. We've spoken before. Oh, yes, Um, Patricia. Hi. Give us your birthday again. That's January 7th, 1955.
1: Okay. So Patricia's the one who is 28 and one. She's the one who made a move uh, to, she sold her home and then regretted the
0: decision, right? Right. And I'm really, um, I'm really lost. I'm in a temporary apartment. Um, Are
1: you with your son, as you said you were going to be, or is it not that situation?
0: yes, Yes, I am. Which makes it even more complicated. But um I'm having, you know, a lot of anxiety and um I want out of this apartment. Uh I'm not so, so sure where to go. The economy's pretty bad. It's hard to to get rentals. <clears throat> and I'm just trying to keep myself together.
1: Okay. Let's see where she's at here. Well, so, I mean, first of all, it's a decision of whether you're going to move into a new apartment alone, or is there still a thought that you might may buy something?
0: I, I would like to buy something. Um, the The prices are just crazy right now, um, and the interest rate went up. So, I, you know, I I, I miss my home. I'm having a hard time getting over that because I want to go home um, and it's just a waste of money to keep spending.
1: Well, this is the one thing that, I mean, there's one good thing about this year and, and that's you're 40 years beyond your karmic number of 28. So that's 10 cycles, that fits into your whole karmic scheme. Um, Meaning that four cycles beyond the age of 28, there should be a change. Um, Your cycle goes in cycles of 10 from, from, well, the cycles of one from birth to death, but also, also cycles of 10. And then from the age of 28, cycles of 10 from the age of 28. So you're 68 years old right now. Something you wanted to say, Neil? Well,
2: you know, (laughs) Patricia, if I were in your shoes, in your problem, I would go back and I would say, okay, what compelled me to sell in the first place? Why did I sell? Where was my mind there? So can you briefly explain the compelling reasons why you sold in the first place?
0: You know what? That was a lost year to me. Um, and again, I think I had called you, and the conversation got cut off quickly. But I don't know. On the first call, when we said self people, the
1: first time you contacted us, it was a you called at the end of the show.
0: Yeah, and you said, yeah, you know, fine. I'm, I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just saying no. that, that that yeah i mean it's and i'm trying to figure out how to forgive myself for what i did so bring i because, want to bring you
1: up to speed here patricia really quickly because i want to just fill in some gaps she called in on a show and she was at the end tail end of the show and we said sell we both said sell the house to these people she said they seem like a really nice family afterwards she regretted the decision of doing so there was some validation that came in to support our our, our um, advice to sell, but then in further conversations with her, we found out that there had been a car accident outside the home. Would they? Would the woman do run into the tree or something right outside your home?
0: It was. It was years ago.
1: I'm sorry. Say that again.
0: It was years ago. My husband was alive and.
1: Right. It doesn't matter if it was years ago. I mean, your soul's ancient, too. I mean, you come back to the earth because of karma. So what happened in this lifetime, whether or not it was years ago or not, is pertinent in the conversation. Your husband was still alive. What happened? Just tell us.
0: Well, that was years ago. There was a car. A girl (laughs) swooped around the corner and hit a few cars and then totaled my car and my husband's car. Right. So
1: what we had determined was was that there would have been something fatal that would have befallen her in the home if she had stayed yeah, in. But that's not my question. But it doesn't matter. It really.
2: does matter. My question is, why did you put the house up for sale to begin with? Not to she you said sold it was back. the last year. You know, it, that doesn't answer the question. The question is what... See, to analyze your situation... Okay, that, you know
0: what? I, I felt like I was cash poor. I was running on, on, on empty, my son was having issues, I wanted to help him out, and I went off on of my antidepressants, and I didn't focus on anything except the sale of the house. I I got, I got, I, I wasn't me. I, I, that's all I could tell you is I just wasn't me.
2: Okay. And, so- were in a crisis and you were trying to find a solution to get out of your crisis and the one solution you thought of was to sell your home. Yes. I see. So, so what we have to do is we have to decide what brought on that crisis which ultimately compelled you even through psychic advice to sell your home which ultimately led you to now this crisis. So we have to figure out And we're trying to help you, Patricia. We have to figure out the root cause of crisis. So if we go to the root cause of crisis, it probably even happened before this, a crisis prior to you selling the home. It probably happened earlier in life. You start to have crisis issues. Could have been in family. It could have been something you came in and experienced as a child. What you should do and what we could help you with, even on the air, is the, the evolution of your crisis life, so we could determine where, what the root energy is in this lifetime of crisis, so maybe we can get you out of it, help you get out of it, and get you to the place where you find stability again. So I know it might be troubling or, or discouraging, but do you remember the first moment of the crisis in your life?
0: You know, I've been taking care of, look, I've been taking care of people my entire life. I took care of my husband for years. And um, when the last year was the worst, it was horrific what we experienced with him. Um, my son didn't, has not never taken it well. Um, it broke apart the security and safety. I went and I worked the house for three years to keep it my son kept having issues I didn't know what to, to do and I thought okay I'm not cash um, fluent so if I just sold it I would feel better and I had no other thought than that no. I mean I wasn't thinking about what, what is it like on the outside world you know I didn't appreciate what I had
2: What? let's go back further childhood where's the crisis start to where do you recall crisis in childhood crisis in your upbringing
0: it it was childhood i mean it's like i feel like the place that i'm in resembles a motel room which we had to stay in as 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 a kid because we had to move around a lot
1: so you had to stay in hotel rooms because your family moved around a lot you're
0: because my oldest brother was the actual father of, of the family and he was trying to find a place for us to, to settle into. So we were moving around a lot. I was very young. So your father, and your biological father was absent? He, he abandoned us, yes.
1: Okay, that's the original crisis, the abandonment of the father.
2: Yeah, the motels.
1: And living in motels. And not having a solid foundation, but your master number is one, so and you're born in the first month of the year, so there's bound to be some kind of crisis in that chakra, the the root chakra. So that's where you are
2: tracing. Yeah, that that's where I'm going. So here's how we might be able to help you. Where we might be able to help you is in discovering that you had crisis even as a child and probably throughout your formative years. Our role would be to see if we could change that because the selling of the home may be rooted to the original crisis that you were with. So maybe you don't need to beat yourself up over the fact that you sold your home. Maybe you have to accept the fact that it was part of your original crisis syndrome. Our role would be is if we could change that crisis, because it sounds like you've had crisis all your life, so there's nothing new about that. This is just the most recent, and it's really wounding you, but it's been throughout your life. So what we need to do, Patricia, is not regret what's happened. We consider it fate. But now what our role is to see if we can change it. Is it possible to change the crisis that you've been going through all your life, where in fact you've been taking care of people. I mean, you weren't taking care of people when you were four, but but since you were no, able but I, but
0: I I feel like you know I'm still that child. I'm not the the adult. I feel like I'm nurturing that little girl who's never been nurtured before. And on top of it, I have my son who who I it's just too much. And I just want to
2: change that. We're going to try to change that. Now, the way we work, it won't make any sense to you. It won't make any sense to you. But the way we work when we try to change things is through a visual energy field. So whatever we have to say, don't try to make logic out of it. Just play our, it's not costing you anything. Just move along with our method of trying to change your life. So I'm going to say a word to you and maybe Kristen will have words for you, but I want you to react in any way you can to the word I'm going to present to you. And that word is strawberries. Delightful. Good. And let's explain why do you come up with that word, delightful.
0: Um, I love strawberries. Um, it's uh, It's, yeah, I mean yeah that's one of the good things out of life is strawberries okay. I'm having a lot of yes strawberries are they're 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 beautiful and they're sweet and I love the fact that um um that's one of the
2: go to um, fruits I would eat and it's strawberry
1: so, season right now, so
2: let's actually. build a little fire here. And say that the word that we came up with presented to you something delightful, pleasing, sweet. So we're going to use that word as the, the key to your happiness forthcoming. So let's now envision three strawberries on the, on the uh, you know, Las Vegas slot machine. We have three strawberries and you get $50,000. We're just playing the game. Three strawberries come up you get $50,000, you're just playing a game, and you are delighted and your life is sweetened. I would, first of all, if I were you, I would start looking at images of strawberries, I would start meditating on strawberries because they represent something delightful to you. I might even buy some and eat them. But we wanna start off the ball with the idea that strawberries is gonna be the route to your happiness. And we're using it as both a visual and an energy field for some sort of positive outcome. That's where we start off. Are you going to say something?
1: Well, I mean, it's interesting because on a personal level, what I saw and what you said, there's a link. Um, but I was seeing rabbits for some reason or bunnies, bunny rabbits. Shoot something back at
0: them. I love animals. I love rabbits. I love um, any any creature, animal. I'm a little protective of bunnies because people like to shoot yeah. them away from eating your um, gardens. But eating um, strawberries. <laughs> yeah, anything. I mean, I'm just very yeah. you know. Are you okay. vegetarian? Just
1: on the side uh, are you
2: better not on, on, and okay. off. on and off okay okay so we love rabbits uh, and strawberries let's, let's we're working with energy field we're trying to help you in a weird way we admit it's weird but it, but who knows what these symbols put in you what they represent and maybe we have you know keys going to certain locks and so maybe this is going to help you even if you just continue on life trying to do your best Maybe this will help in some other element of the universe that will come down and greet you. So the next third word is piano. If I say piano, what do you say? I
0: wish I would have learned to play it.
2: Okay, now we have the word. That's our verb. So, I mean, why did you want to, I mean, are you thinking that now, or has that been a thought throughout your life?
0: I wish that in my lifetime that I would have been able to, have been able to, my my mother would have been able to send me somewhere to dance, to play piano, to, to do something.
1: To do something artistic, you want know, to you explore your artistic yeah. side and you get the opportunity to do that because of the
2: moods and so now, we we've have come up with, now we've come up with three uh, positive symbols, one one of which had some troubling aspect to it attached to your mother. So was your mother a nurturing person?
0: My mother did the best she, she could, but I was, as we all, I was the youngest, so we all kind of, took over and I stayed the longest because I was uh, empathically connected with her. So I spent, I didn't do anything for me. I stayed with her around her.
2: Okay. Cause I didn't so know how to. Now, okay. That, that all works because it's all within the realm of how, how we're trying to create a, a new door for you to walk through that will be transcendent and not just karmic. What about the name Sarah? Anywhere in your life, the name Sarah.
0: No, I don't know a Sarah.
2: You don't know a Sarah. No. Okay. Why did I come up with Sarah? Well, 19, H. Seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. That's a twenty equals two. Okay. So now I know what the symbol is. We've come up with three positive elements for you. And Sarah in numerology comes to two. That becomes 23. Now, 23 is, a, is the Wait, year we're in right now. I'm sorry. You the
1: lost me. Oh, Swampers, the three
2: represents... Oh, three. Yeah, I got it. Sorry. Piano, two, three. And the two represents the code name of Sarah. Sarah. And Sarah's sort of a, I don't know, a biblical name. Biblical name. It's but, Old um, Testament. But, but it... But what it, what it means now is that we're working with an element of energy that could change your life this year, this year. And it could be between May and July, or August at the latest. The reason I say that is because um, today's date is May 17th.
1: It's very strange. Above that, um, yes, on the last show snow. I have two and three circles. Yeah. That's really strange. So um, real quick, Peter, any Pete or Peter, that's the name that came in, Old Old and New Testament. Yeah.
0: Um, Peter Peter is somebody that um, we meet with once a week um, as just three, you know, it's just a friend thing. You know, I don't know him that well. I've only known him for about a year and a half but he is Peter.
2: Well, so what do you mean you meet? Well, see, the meeting social. is what's the myst- mystery. What do you mean you meet?
0: A group? My friend and I met him at a at a charity event, and he became part of our group. We're a spiritual group, and Peter Peter was not. So he's been opened up through us through a lot of spirit, to spirituality, finding out about himself. So what do you do in these groups, like spiritual exercises? Charity, some
2: kind of charity. Well,
0: Peter doesn't join, but on Sundays we do yoga. So on Wednesdays we just meet with, with Peter. He's extremely intelligent. And, um, you know, the um Hari Dev that we go to, um, he's, he's a great, like,
2: um, I don't know. He's, okay. he's so here's what we're doing. Like... We're we're finding we're going from your birth tribal group to your transcendent tribal group. And what we're doing now is attaching you as best we can to a transcendent tribal life. Meaning that that wherever you're bound to go is going to be on a tr- on a transcendent tribal basis, meaning that your soul is perhaps perhaps Destined or creatively designed to find this new location, and your problems will be solved. Now, our our objective is to have this done by or before August. That's what we're hoping for. Uh, and so, and August is the eighth month, which is money and blessing the power.
1: It's a
0: for higher number.
2: anybody um, in your life born in August
0: um my brother Bobby which I don't see very much doesn't matter
1: so it's it, someone okay, in your tribal. so, that's so question because we're running out of time like yeah. one, uh, so we know you want to buy a house but getting out of the house with your son and um or apartment rather and you know getting into it into a house that you buy immediately is that your plan or are you going to are you trying you said the rental mark's difficult what's the ideal plan here
0: i was going to call somebody that works with people like me who don't have a strong income have some money to put down on a condo i want to be somewhere where you know no one's going to tell me that i have to leave or i, I have to do this or i have to do that you got to sign on um Everything is management run. I just want a little something of my own where I can ground myself. I need to be grounded.
2: Okay, Okay, so what we've done is we maybe have assisted you in getting there through energy. The reason it is important is because uh, I've been doing this for over 50 years, and this more than not works, not all the time, but this little weird stuff that we went through today could work for you. Continue your journey, of doing what you think is practical and constructive. We'll continue to work. We'll continue to work on the energy on our part. Call us Friday. Call us every day we're on the air. We'll try to help you. Okay.
0: Okay. I, 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 I appreciate you taking your time, and I know you're running out of time. So, thank you. You're welcome, and you're always welcome to call back,
1: Patricia, anytime. Thank you. Okay. We are out of time for the day, but I don't know. I guess a regular time. I don't know.
2: We'll give it a try. we change it next week.
1: Okay. 9 a.m. next week. I mean 9 a.m. Friday, 12 p.m. Eastern. Bye-bye.